but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I got into my head a while ago that I was going to do that, and finally I was at one place that sold both of them. So I was like, "Well, fuck, I'm gonna buy a bottle of each, and that's what I'm going to do at some point today." So that's that's my big weekend accomplishment. Right. <laughs> oh man! Hey, there you go. You know, it's not too bad. Yeah. What are you up to? Nothing. I was um <laughs> I was watching ghost videos in bed with my girlfriend. Watching I didn't think ghost be- videos in bed. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be ready to go uh, so quick, but I mean, I'm good to go. It takes like two seconds to set up. Well, I mean, honestly, that sounds like a better time than what we're about to do. So, <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. This race is actually pretty fun to watch. It was, and uh, you know what? Let's, let's may as well just get into it. 107 percent F1 show. Uh, we're back, and I don't think this was the race that either of us expected. No, I I didn't even realize that rain was going to be playing a part of on, in this race until um, right when the race started and the uh, commentator started talking. So that was and, a surprise. Yeah, and especially because yesterday after qualifying, it, you know, we were talking a little bit about Red Bull specifically going on to the soft tire and qualifying, and you know, ended up not making a difference, but. Yeah. You know, it, it seemed like an odd choice to me then. Maybe they were banking on rain this morning. So they're like, well, you know, F it. Let's just throw soft tire on the car and make sure that we get through. Yeah. I mean, um, I think I think Perez was only barely on the cutoff point yeah. with the, the medium. So they, I guess they just figured throw in the softs and make sure that he definitely gets in, even if he's starting on the softs. I'm pretty sure Max would have made it through. That's usually the way that it's been working with Red Bull in qualifying so far this season is Max can get through on the mediums, but a lot of times Checo needs to go onto the soft tire, which has been, I get, I mean, I don't know. Like how, how long do we drag out the, the, you know, the, the, well, he's still adjusting to it. It's a new car. I mean, we're, we are halfway through the season. Should he be up to speed? What do we think? I mean, not up to Max's speed, mind you, but no, no. I mean, just because of his experience and the way that everybody was talking about him uh, last season, I I feel like by now he should have gotten a handle on the car, enough of a handle on the car where people shouldn't be making excuses that he's still new. Like, I think we're at the summer break now, like you said, you know, it's not the the third race of the season or anything like that. He's been on the podium and he's won a race, so Mm -hmm. he should have had enough time with the car to where that excuse can't be used anymore. I feel I like if, if, if Max is putting it on pole or like yesterday, I think he was within a little less than three tenths of a second or something like that uh, between him and Hamilton, it was like 26, uh, 260,000, so like 2,600, whatever. Yeah. At, at that point, if it's that close, if the Red Bull on pace is that close to the Mercedes, Checo should be fourth. He shouldn't be worse than fourth. It, you know, that that really ought to be the top four almost mm-hmm. every week is the two Red Bulls and the two Mercedes. And, you know, so if he's coming in, and now, you know, he he did put it fourth, uh, you know, for this race, which is good. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. He's he really it's in a spot for Red Bull, especially now because they're back behind Mercedes and the constructors. He's going to need to do that for the rest of the year. From this point forward, there's certainly no excuses for him. 
No, I, I mean he's he's over a second at least just for Hungary he was over a, a half a second off in every qualifying round and yeah. um in Q2 he was over three quarters of a second yeah off. he was eight tenths back and then yeah Q1 he was a second back and Q3 was what uh yeah six seven tenths of a second yeah which, yeah a half and, second to about three quarters of a second behind which, you know i i realize you know we're talking about max but even even valtteri was three tenths off lewis you know uh mm-hmm. two you know uh two tenths off lewis and one tenth off lewis yeah so i mean you know that's that's fine i think that's probably about what you expect from a teammate you know when your lead guy is hamilton or max i think they they kind of need to be in that like maybe quarter of a second, mm-hmm. something like that. You can't be six to eight tenths of a second back on your teammate. No. That doesn't really work. No, especially especially when you've you've qualified much closer to him and even beating him once, right? In qualifying. Are we talking, were you still um, talking about uh, Checo? Yeah, Checo. Yeah, I believe on on pace he beat Max once so yeah. far. Um, yeah. and that was much earlier in his Red Bull. Uh, yeah, that was Red that was within races. like the first four races. Of the season, yeah, I think. yeah. So um, at this point in the season, Perez should be doing much better than that. And Bottas has always kind of been at that point behind Hamilton. Uh, you know, some races he's qualifying ahead of uh, Hamilton, and not often, yeah. but there have been a handful of races every season where Bottas has out qualified Hamilton at a race. So um, we're not seeing anything too particularly surprising out of Bottas this year but uh, going back to Perez yeah it, it's it's shocking to see that he hasn't quite closed that gap uh to a consistent uh spot yet my my cat's playing with my um <laughs> oh there you go my headset microphone on the table oh nice it was just too adorable um, there you but, go <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> cat show yeah just I give it to him. Let him have it. Give me no, an expensive microphone. Nobody cares. too expensive. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean that's all I got to say about uh, Perez for it's, qualifying anyway. Yeah, it's with Valtteri. It's not unusual. It's not one if he qualifies. If he qualifies ahead of Lewis, we're not like, oh, he outqualified Lewis. You yeah. know, it's you're, you. We've seen it a lot. He's done mm-hmm. that. He he's a he's a very good qualifier, Valtteri. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so that's. I mean, I, if I had to guess head to head, I'd say Lewis for their, you know, for the time that they've been together, Lewis, maybe two thirds to three quarters of the time has probably outqualified Botas because it's, yeah. you know, he, you know, Valtteri is Valtteri has done at least in qualifying a pretty good job against right. Lewis, yeah. you know, just in the time that they've been together. Mm-hmm. And if Checo was to outqualify Max, and I realize we're only looking at half a season, it would be, Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, right. Checo outqualified like, Max because like he did that one time. Yeah. And which is, I think that also happened. I believe uh, Ricardo has only outqualified Norris on, you know, merit outright pace, I think once this season, and it was early in the season. And it felt to me at that point, like, Oh, hi. Thank you. Sorry. My wife just handed me a USB drive. But um, it, it felt. This is, this is a professional show, but yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's nothing else going on. This is yeah. super important, yeah. but um. It felt at that point, you know, with uh, with with Daniel and Lando, it's like, oh, okay, Daniel's got his stuff together. Now he's going to go, you know, he's he's going to be ahead of Lando, which obviously that hasn't happened. No. And you know, with 
with Checo though, it's just, I mean, yeah, he's won a race. So it's like, you know, how much complaining can you do about the job that he's done? And obviously nothing that happened today was his fault. You no. know, so, you know, we're, we're going to get to the guy whose fault it is. In, right. In, we're, uh, we're just, in, we're just strictly speaking about qualifying time. Yeah, right for sure. Now. For sure. And it, you know, he's had some, he's had uh he's, he's had some pretty poor luck and he's, but he's had some unexplainable, like, Oh wow. It's weird that he's that far behind max. Yeah. And it really has been six to eight tenths. And I know max is extremely quick, but Checo is quick. So he needs to be he closer yeah. than that. I think Max has like outright pace over Checo, but Checo's better at other aspects of racing. He's more experienced for sure. Yeah. Than Max. Um, for one, his his tire management is probably one of the best on the grid right mm-hmm. now. Uh, he knows how to prolong his stints. He knows how to drive well late into a stint on older tires. Um but on fresh tires, his his pace is nowhere near Max or Lewis or some of the other top guys. But he he's win he's finding ways to get in good positions and win races. Um, but he's not an amazing driver like Verstappen or or Hamilton by any means. But which which is, I guess it kind of explains his his poor qualifying compared to Max. You know he he's making it up on Sunday even if he's lacking a bit on Saturday. Would you put Checo in, would you call him, so our, our top tier of drivers, I think is, I, I, it's probably pretty clearly Hamilton and Max. Yes, yeah. Hamilton and Max at the pinnacle, and then, and slight, then slightly below you, them. Yeah, who, who, would you, who would you put in your second tier there? Would you have Checo second tier, or is he like another step below that? Checo would probably be lower second tier, maybe high third tier for me. I mm-hmm. still think the likes of like Leclerc and Russell and, and maybe even Norris. Yeah, uh, Norris this season yeah. very much looks like he's he's made that step up into the second tier of drivers. Right. right. I think I think they're those three definitely are, are above Perez. Mm-hmm. Um just just in out and out pace wise, I mean, you know, put them in a decent car and, and, and you know, if they don't run into any issues and everything goes right, I think they they still are a better driver than than Perez. Um, mm-hmm. I would probably put Perez down with maybe above Valtteri. You know, this year alone, he, I think mm-hmm. he's driven a little bit better than Valtteri. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, uh, if Ricardo was having a good year, I would say probably That's on par was, with Ricardo. Yeah. yeah, and that was we. You know, uh, up until the season, I think we all pretty firmly had Ricardo in that second tier, right, kind of right. best of the rest. Yeah. And although I do think if he was if he had been in the Red Bull this whole time, I think he would be a whole lot closer than than Checo is. Yeah, I think so, too. I, it I, is I also think... it's 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 a different skill set, though, because Checo is very much brought in to be a number two driver, which Ricardo would not be. No. And so for Checo, you know, stuff like, yeah, uh, you know, tire management and race craft and that kind of stuff is important. Yeah. You know, in a way that ricardo it's more you know late breaking and daring overtakes and yeah you know usually good qualifying efforts not so much this season yeah perez is a very conservative driver and he wins on making smart decisions and ricardo is one of those guys that that need to make those risky moves Mm -hmm. and and kind of like you said outbreak you going into a corner to get out in front of you whereas perez will just be like i'll let you wear out your tires and i'll just walk by you while you're in the pit lane kind of guys um 
but yeah, I think Perez has moved up a bit this year. Ricardo's moved down a bit this year, mm. and uh, I still think I still think Perez is better than seventy five percent of the field. You know, he's a reliable, yeah. solid number two driver, but I don't see him as being that number one driver for a top team anywhere, really. No, and I mean, I'm confident he has the same equipment as Max. You know, it, stuff like maybe slightly different, uh, you know, like brake duct spec or something like that. But it's yeah. not, it's not some sort of thing where like, oh yeah, Checo's running, you know, some version of, you know, some earlier version of Aero. I'm sure yeah. they're showing up there with. 98 99 right, the right. same exact car yeah. yeah and it really is just max being faster it is and i mean yeah max is just incredible you can't really compare it to him no and you know and and like i don't hold that against checo it is just i guess because there's so many kind of guys because uh, red bull has gone through guys in that second you know in, in the second driver spot there yeah from uh you know ricardo and gasly and albon and yeah uh you know now checo and it you know everybody's been in that spot and i guess since ricardo left checo's been the best guy there but like i don't know has he i yeah i i mean if you if you're just talking about like um making sure that he gets across the finish line in as high of a spot as possible. I think Perez has done that job better than Gasly and Albin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think his ceiling is quite as high as Gals- Gasly and Albin. I think those two... Yeah, probably agree with that. Yeah. I mean, they're much younger than him for one. Uh, and for two, I, I think I see more of... Uh, I don't want to say like a risky... Um, personality but but they're more willing to kind of put themselves out there and you know possibly make a mistake whereas Checo's kind of just letting other people make mistakes and mm-hmm. taking advantage of that so i would probably prefer more of a go-getter type of guy in right. that seat uh rather than a conservative guy but hey his conservative driving ways are giving him much better results than the other two so but that's that's the, the risk you kind of have to take you know those Thank- um Late breaking kind of guys are are always going to run into trouble. Yeah, and when you when you have a Verstappen as your first driver, you can have Checo doing that. As he's kind of right. a, he's a little bit of an opportunist. Yeah, you know exactly. His, his wins are, you know, something happens and he put in a really good drive to put himself in position to pick up the pieces. Right, right. You know, just like the, just like at Baku where he got that yeah. win. You know, yeah. So. He was he was there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean that's not that's not a knock, but you know a. Uh, a Daniel Ricardo is a guy who will go out there and pull off some daring pass to get past somebody to win you a race. Yeah. You know, it's, it is a different, it's, it's a different thing for a second driver on a team like Red Bull. It's probably fine. Right. I, I don't know if Red Bull is going to continue to be content with that, but it'll be interesting to watch, you know, for him in the second half of the season and kind of say, you know, kind of see how it goes. But that said, I don't think he's in as bad a spot going into the second half of the season as poor old Valtteri Bottas is. No, no. Uh, well, I mean, for one thing, Red Bull, even though they do have younger drivers coming through the pipeline, mm-hmm. their, their younger drivers are probably still a year or two away from yeah, making young. that jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the way Yuki's been driving this year, I think they're going to let him marinate a little bit more before they start yeah, even sure. thinking about making decisions of promoting him. So Perez is that going for him. Um, Albin and Gasly are both known assets. I don't think they want Gasly back in that second Red Bull seat. Mm-hmm. Albin still might have a chance. It's, see, it's from the sounds of it, 
it sounded like they preferred working with Alvin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just on a day-to-day basis than they did with just, Gasly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Alvin still has a chance, but uh, I think there's from the way that Perez has been driving this year, they'll probably keep him on for the next year and see how the new so. regulations are. But you know, that's 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 where Mercedes is running into problems because they have somebody ready to step up, right. like literally right now. If, right. if they made that switch, I don't think anybody would blame them for for bringing Russell up, and and that's mm-hmm. kind of where Bottas is kind of in the hot seat. Yeah, that Mercedes, their issue is a little bit that they kind of, you know, Russell's contract with Williams is up at the end of the season. Valtteri's contract with Mercedes mm-hmm. is up at the end of the season. Yeah, and if you're Mercedes, you can't risk losing George Russell because we saw what he could do last season when he filled in for Hamilton. He's, yeah. you know, in a car that didn't fit him that he had never driven and he came out there and he should have won that race, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's, you know, the next season I, I have to believe is going to begin with George Russell in that Mercedes. And then it's like, okay, so if we look right, so is um, Gasly's contract, I believe is also up after the season. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think Red Bull have only they only do one year contracts with the uh, okay younger with the... younger drivers and second second Red Bull drivers. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so he's it's interesting having Gasly there because you know for them if they're going to still have young drivers in the second AlphaTauri seat, it is it, you know it's good to have Gasly because he's it is. you know he's he's probably you know since we're talking about tiers of drivers on the maybe on the lower end of the second tier something like that. I, yeah, I'm, he's been I'm, working his way up. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I, I've become a big Pierre Gasly fan. He he seems, uh, you know, he's fast. We all know he's fast, but he seems to, you know, he's got a good level head and he's, yeah. you know, talented driver. So he's, I put, you know, him up there in that mix. So for him, I mean, it's the only problem is there's really not anywhere that he can go aside, you know, aside from Alpha Towery because, you know, Mercedes, they're sorted. Ferrari is sorted. McLaren is, I believe, sorted. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I can't imagine them moving on from Ricardo after this season. Uh, Alpine is sorted. Uh, and I, so I mean, it would be Williams and maybe Alfa Romeo. Yeah. And would maybe, your... maybe that second Haas seat, if Haas oh. is, <laughs> has decided I, that I, they've had enough of, uh, I'm... what's his face? I can't even remember his name. Mazepin. Mazepin, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would have, you know, for somebody like a, a Pierre Gasly, it'd be like, look, you, you know, you drive for Alpha Tauri for free before yeah. you would, you know, before you'd go, oh, I mean, you know, who knows next season, maybe Haas catches lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I doubt it. But I don't know. It's just, I, I have to assume for him, unless it's, unless it's really Red Bull moving on from him, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't like his attitude or the you know the 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 article he had written in the players tribune where he did kind of air red bull out a little bit yeah Um, yeah but they've always had kind of disparaging thoughts about gasly before that anyway so and i think that's kind of why he went ahead and did it because he's like what do i have to lose they already don't like me anyway so yeah and i suppose you know i i mean i guess you could be i mean we just saw esteban Ocon. he spent a year out of formula one and came back and now he's a race winner yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Add add that to another driver that Mercedes has in their pipeline. He's a Mercedes Academy driver yeah. too. So yeah. I mean, he's so. obviously impressed with that. That I mean, I know he's kind of uh, benefited from unusual circumstances, but still right. to be able to hold off Vettel in a much faster car was really mm-hmm. impressive today. Yeah, and he was also I, I like the stat. He was the the first 
French driver in a French car with a French team with a French engine uh, to win a race since Prost. Oh boy. Yeah, really. That's, that's good <laughs> company know? to be in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if 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 uh, if you're sharing a stat with Alan Prost, you know, you're doing usually anyway. It means you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't. I, I'll be interested to see what happens with Gasly in the off season. I, I assume he's going to be back at Alpha Tauri. I think they, yeah. I, I think they do understand he's important to that team in that car. Mm-hmm. And if Red Bull, not Red Bull racing, but Red Bull, the actual company is saying, okay, that's no longer a junior team. It's a, it is actually a sister team. And he is the lead driver of that team. That's not necessarily a bad spot to be in. No, I mean, I, I, especially with the, the the cost cap going into effect next year too, they're going to be a little bit more equal when it comes right. to car performance. There's not going to be a huge, well, hopefully there's not going to be such a huge gap because, you know, teams like Mercedes and Ferrari and Red Bull are, are spending hundreds of millions of dollars and teams like Haas are, I don't remember, I think they were like under a hundred million dollars for a year or two there. Yeah, um, I, ble- yeah I, I believe their total budget for this year was something like twenty nine and a half thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right oh, yeah from their, from their their car's pace yeah that sounds about right no it was, no it was gunther steiner sold a 2015 mercedes e-class that he had and that's how they're paying for the season <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. um they had man they it, it it is funny haas had a i mean an unfortunate day mazepin was a victim today um yeah did for you, once huh yeah did, did uh did you get to see the replay of that yeah they had the alpha romeo let reckon um uh, out yeah, of the it was box. a bad release yeah and just yeah, it just came out and just pop <laughs> suspension yeah, is broken know. and your race is done i mean even even if it was mazepin you know uh, what a way to end your day you know yeah that that is that's real unfortunate just somebody come out clip your suspension it's like oh yeah all right well <laughs> i was kind of anti especially since you survived the carnage of of lap one just yeah he was get, actually not yeah. having a terrible race i mean you know in terms of nikita mazepin he was yeah staying out of tr- you know he stayed out of the trouble at the beginning it helps he survived the, the first lap yeah he survived I mean, the first lap <laughs> a lot of people than, that didn't yeah and, um, and, and and there's been races where he hasn't survived the first lap so and usually on his own accord you know yeah. um mick had a uh mick had a real good race he was uh mixing yeah. it up with uh with max and and for uh, being in a Haas, he looked really good defending yeah yeah um, he, it was more, you know, I, I mean, I realized that, you know, Max's car was wounded and all that stuff, but he was, yeah. he, and he made him work for it and yeah. he looked good. He didn't look nervous, you know, nope, got, his, nope. yeah. got his, got his elbows out a little bit as, yep. uh, as they like to say, and kept away from contact. Yeah, for sure. And he, yeah. so he did, he did a really, really good job. I think it was a, a good positive it in a way, if you're Haas, aside from, you know, Mazepin's car getting broken, I, that's, that's a race you got to feel a little bit good about. If if you're saying okay, well, we're gonna have Mick here for another year yeah, or two. Yeah. I got a little nervous there for a bit because I think there was a moment where Vettel was coming up to lap Mick, was it? Or maybe Vettel had pitted and Mick hadn't yet. I don't mm-hmm. know. There was a moment there where um, Vettel and and Schumacher were on the uh, on the track right next to each other, and I know that <laughs> Vettel is a huge Schumacher fan. Yes, Mick Mick is. Um, a really big fan of Vettel, right. but Vettel had a race to win and Schumacher was kind of just sitting in the way. And I was like, Oh boy, I hope this doesn't <laughs> stir up any drama, but um, they got through it. Okay. So, but I, I was happy to see that uh, uh, Mick held his own a- as much as he could in that car for as long as he did. Um, and I don't know, I, I used to, I mean, I, before this race, I always used to say, I don't see that killer instinct in Mick and I don't think he's going to be that great of a driver, but he mm-hmm. kind of showed me a little something today. He's got a little bit of fight in him and, um, I, I like seeing that from him. 
Yeah, and I mean, in that car where you know, like, ultimately, if you're Mick and Max Verstappen is behind you, you know, even though the the Red Bull is a little bit wounded, you know, at some point he's going to get past you. You're yeah, not you know, you're not really you know, you, I, you're you're racing him, but at some point he's going past. Yeah, you're not really but, racing him, <laughs> right? But he, yeah. to me, you know, like you, it, it would have been real easy for him when Max comes over to pass him. It would have been real easy for Mick to just say. I'm going to pull over. I'm going to yeah. give Max plenty of room. He can go past. And that would be my fastest way through here. Right. Just let him go and continue on my way. But he mm-hmm. didn't, which to his credit, I think even for Mick, I got to believe that that's kind of a, you know what? Let's, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's dance a little bit. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's rumble. Yeah. Let's see what we can do. And he, yeah. you know, he, he did a nice, nice job. Yeah. Um, I, I also think it's, it's him, you know, you don't see him fighting the leaders much or, or I mean, the really because cars. of the car that he's in. Yeah. You and know, I think today was usually his oppor- over so quickly. <laughs> yeah, today was his opportunity to say, you know, like, hey, look at me. Now I'm in a position to to kind of show what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm in the, the leaders are, are right behind me, and I have an opportunity to to fight them a little bit, even if I know I'm going to lose eventually. You know, uh, let me see how well I can defend against these guys in much much quicker cars. Albeit one of them was damaged. I think he was even holding off uh, Lewis Hamilton for a lap or two there yeah. as well. So, mm-hmm. um, very good, very. Uh, encouraging to see from from mick today it is one of those you know it's if he was in basically any other car on the grid at that point max might not have gotten past him probably you know, not if it was probably anything not. if he was in an alfa romeo you know yeah uh, i he, mean it took he, him long enough to get past him in the haas so yeah you know and i mean i realize haas is doing zero development work and whatnot and that car's been kind of a disaster this season mm-hmm. um but it, you know but like i said it, it's really more this <laughs> i don't know did you see uh Gunther Steiner was talking about he was mad about uh, how much money they've spent on repairing their cars this season. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, we're spending way too much money repairing cars, and it's like, wow, Gunther, who could ever, you know, could, <laughs> who, who could have predicted that you put two rookies in the car and yeah. they're having a lot of accidents, and you're yeah. repairing cars a lot. Wow, it's it's almost like we all knew that that was what exactly was going to happen at the beginning of the season when you put two rookies in the car. Yeah, and if he's trying to call somebody out, who could he possibly be trying to call out for for ruining their cars every race? Probably not Mick. <laughs> yeah, you know? probably not him. Uh, I mean, I guess at least for Mazepin, you know, it's his dad that's paying to repair them. Yeah, right. You know, but I don't know. I just I I thought it was funny. It's just one of those like, yeah, man, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what happens when you put yeah. two rookies in the car. Who would have thunk? No, especially. I mean, I don't know how many seasons Mazepin. I mean, I know Schumacher did two Formula Two seasons, right? Uh, yes. And uh, Mazepin, I assume, did more than one. I think I think it might have been two. Yeah, because because I believe it was only Sonoda that went F three, F two, F one, three yeah. consecutive seasons. Yeah, and you know we've seen Sonoda; he's had his you know kind of teething problems. That's 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 what happens when you put a rookie in the car, man. They're going to bend some cars. So yeah. for him, he just you know Haas. That was the choice that they made. They put two rookies in their two cars. You one of them a questionable choice. Yeah, at, at least Mick, you could be like, yeah, he's there on merit. And, you know, with Mazepin, you know, there are a lot more other qualified F2 drivers if you want to put a rookie on the car. But mm-hmm. Haas wanted to chase that bag. So, you know, they, they they went and got their Russian oil money, and now they're having cars get bent up. So yeah. that's kind of the way of life. I really don't feel all that bad for Gunther Steiner on that one. No, not not really. I mean... Well, it's not like I don't feel bad, but it's just like, well, who are you trying to blame here, really? 
unless he yeah. didn't make the call there, you know. But as as a team principal, I I have to assume that he's got a little bit of of voting power when it comes to who's who's driving the car. Yeah, I I have to imagine it was one of those they. I don't know. Maybe they were just hoping they would be so far behind everybody else that it wouldn't be an issue. You know? Yeah. And, uh, but they, unfortunately they were closer than they thought. So they're having to race a little bit. So they're, you know, so they're banging up cars, but I, don't... Yeah, I think the worst part is that some of them, it's their own drivers bringing into their own cars. Yeah. So yeah, a couple of yeah, races which, now. Yeah. I would say if you're, if you're a team like Haas, you really, I mean, you, know, you <laughs> yeah. can't have that if you're anybody, but if you're trying not to spend money, it's like, well, there's one accident. And it was all our fault and both of our cars were involved. So you don't even get to be mad at somebody else. Right, right. You know, you don't even get to act like, oh, Williams should pay for this or whatever. Like, yeah. No, nah, man, that was all you. And there, there's been like three races where they've, I mean, touched each other. It hasn't been like major damage, but I must assume right, yeah. there, there must have been some damage to the car in the, the non-major collision. So yeah, at least uh, when they're rubbing right. wheels a little bit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really surprised. No, not particularly. Really um, on point for, for Gunther to be making a, a complaint like that, though. Yeah, it's it's certainly on brand for him, and yeah. I, I I I love Gunther Steiner. I think he's great. He's, uh, I think he's probably been the best possible team principal for Haas so yeah. far. I'm hoping that, it, hopefully, they have a plan beyond this season. They stick with Gunther and let him, because I mean Haas when you know when 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 they first started, I mean they were excellent for a rookie team. Yeah, they were P six. I think on their first their first race, it was crazy. Oh, yeah, and. You know, so this season has been an anomaly where they looked at it, it's like, well, we don't have much budget and there's new regulations, so want yeah. want to us, we're just going to sit at the back. Yeah, I mean, I, don't I, think... I assume he just must be angry because they probably want to spend as much money as possible focusing on the car next year, not fixing right, shitty cars this year. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I got I understand his uh, frustration. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess we should probably get to the to lap the race. one <laughs> to, to yeah, the, actual the actual race. race. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 lap one incident um yeah that man so valtry makes a terrible start um yeah i i think they had the stat up where they you know they show the the, the zero to 200 kilometer step mm-hmm. and max was fastest at 5.9 seconds uh lando was six flat and valtry was like 6.6 Oof. So yeah, I mean, he got was, swallowed up. Like oh, as soon bad. as the race started, he just started falling back. Man, oh, that yeah. was crazy. And then just totally missed his mark. Everybody else is breaking. He's still accelerating right into the back of Lando, and and then just chaos. Yeah, I mean, um, at first glance, because I'm watching it on a tiny phone at work, um, where I'm not supposed to be watching um, the race. So, you paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with with a dim screen because I didn't want anybody to see me. At first glance, it looked like uh, Lando just shunted into the the Red Bulls, right? Um, but and I I think even the announcers thought that it was Lando that that caused the accident. And then it wasn't until the replays that obviously it was Valtteri that pretty much caused the entire uh, jumble of cars on the first mm-hmm. lap. And I mean, look, <laughs> they didn't have any experience in the wet on inters at this track this right. was the first yep. rain they've seen all weekend but you've been in f1 for 10 years now this isn't the first race in an f1 car younger guys um than you on the grid knew better than to you know go deep into a corner in the rain um i really don't i, I can't imagine he has anybody to blame by himself and i it seemed like he pretty much accepted it you know uh 
I, I don't I don't think I heard him making making any excuses after the no. race. No, he yeah. didn't. He uh, he definitely owned it, which I think in that situation there's like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, I mean, you can't really make any excuses. It's it's plain to see uh, on on replay. Um, unfortunate for him. Unfortunate for Lando, Charles Leclerc, and and the two Red Bulls. Um, did you see what Lance Stroll did? So I did, and. When I when I first mentioned it to you, I thought it was initially worse. I, I I guess I I now having watched it multiple times, I'm less aggrieved by it than I initially was. Yeah. And because he, you know, like Lance, if uh he he went in too hot, yeah. It was worse because of what happened up ahead of him with Valtry and you know the whole pileup. So mm-hmm. I don't know that he, if Valtteri hadn't done that and everybody else gets into the first turn, is Stroll having to, you know, like send it up over the curb to the inside and T-boning Charles Leclerc? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's, I guess for him, it's like, well, I understand that. Like he wasn't trying to make an overtake. He's just like, oh, sh-, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going right, to hit right. somebody. So I better you know, just throw it to the inside. And that probably just made it worse than if he would have just gotten into the back of somebody. Yeah. Um, if you want to share a screen, we can watch this replay together. His onboard. Yeah, sure. If you got it. Yeah, yeah I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You have it. Enabled? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I have to, I have okay. to enable that on you, right? Yeah. I said we, we always talk about how professional this show is. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I suppose that we could have set this up beforehand, but we didn't. Yeah. So, all right. We, no, you, we you, have... uh, yeah, you should be good. Yeah. We're doing it now. All and right. then I'm going to make sure that I have. Okay, there we go. I've got it queued up and everything. Look at this. Yeah. How do I share? I don't know. Are you sharing audio or just video? Yeah, I'm going to share. Okay. I don't know if I need it. <laughs> so I'm going to get this. I'm no, I'm looking. All right, yeah. So, so I'm oh, there we go. This. There we go. Okay, you good? Yeah. All right. Can you hear this? Let's see. I can't actually. Inside. And there it is. Ugh. All right, maybe. Oh, man. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe on, a, on a third viewing, maybe it was actually worse than I initially thought. Yeah, um, I want to see what it looks like on the left. Uh, yeah. That's pretty bad. Can you re- can you pull it back one more time? All the way back. Yeah. yeah he, no, he definitely. Even if everybody's getting through, they're okay. I think he's into the back of somebody because that yeah. was pretty, pretty hot that he was going in there. Um, so we've, we've, I mean, it's also probably, I mean, that, that is yeah. the only place he could have gone at that point to try to avoid it. Yeah. But I mean, let's face it. Once you're on grass, you're not losing any more speed once he's on the grass. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, I don't so know. I, I, I initially when I saw it, I thought, all right, well, all right, so 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 Valtry, right? So Valtry gets to like the the hundred fifty or the hundred meter board, mm-hmm. and it's still accelerating when Norris breaks, and then uh, so he piles into Norris, Norris into uh, into uh, into Max, and I and like you said the. Even Red Bull initially didn't know that it was Valtteri that hit him because Max said what happened. He was, oh yeah, one of the McLarens hit you. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, so then behind them, all that happens. And so Valtteri gets a five place grid drop for the next week, next month mm-hmm. in Spa. And Stroll got the same penalty, which I thought was, I don't know, I, I guess maybe for some reason for him, I thought it was a little bit harsh. I didn't think his was as bad as Valtteri's because his was caused by Valtteri's. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but having watched it again, I still think he, he you know, I don't think there was any chance he was making that turn whether Valtteri caused that crash or not. No, yeah. I, I know it's probably hard to see anything out in front of them mm-hmm. in the rain and stuff like this, but you've, you've got to see that these cars in front of you are slowing down like yeah very quickly and very much earlier than than usual mm-hmm. um yeah he's just going in way deeper than everybody else even cars behind him it looks like uh yeah he was he, he was he was just treating it like it was like it was yeah. dry so i i suppose in that way it's justified because realistically he did the same thing as valtteri to give him yeah. the same penalty as valtteri yeah, and, and, and he did take Leclerc out of the race. Leclerc would have been fine if it wasn't for Stroll there. Uh, yeah, and, and actually, uh, if he hadn't, it might have actually been Leclerc that was leading, uh, coming out of... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, not, not leading, but you know, second behind, uh, behind Hamilton out of turn one there. Had open. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Ocon yeah, yeah. Just, it, I mean, it, it all just went perfectly for Ocon that first turn where just all the crashes happen it just cleared the road out ahead of him and he just drove right through as if there was nothing going on mm-hmm. and uh and actually the same thing for vettel who got a terrible start everybody was going past seb and he was just so far behind that he actually had time to react to it and the same thing just everybody else is washing out to the outside and vettel just drove right through and boom he's in the third you know yeah. i mean <laughs> a, a when the williams can make it up to i think they were up to like p7 p6 mm-hmm. and p8 at that yeah. point um yeah it's uh it was a huge mess and and now that i'm looking back at the recording i don't think it would have been leclerc in p2 i think it would have been ricardo in p2 really was that ricardo or is that or was that oh norris? that's norris i think that's norris yeah yeah it would have been norris in no no yeah, it was norris no. norris got hit twice didn't he he got he got hit in the back by valtry and then uh, and then Leclerc hit him after he got hit because Ricardo was further back. Ricardo started the race with 11th. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it, it would, would it have been Ricardo started the race 11th is Ricardo. No, no, that is Ricardo. Ricardo was number three, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. No, that would have been Ricardo would have been right behind him. Oh man. That's a bummer for him. Yeah. That was, um, that was Leclerc. Uh, Leclerc went into Ricardo first. So Ricardo must have actually gotten a very good start. He must have, because I mean, if he was up there, if he was up there with Leclerc, so then because yeah, because yeah, even Ocon and Alonso, neither of them got particularly good starts. It was just that everything happened, in, you know, ahead of them. Yeah. Um, hang on. Yep. Sure. Let me share screen again. We can yep, watch go for this. It. Yeah. Yep. Good if we have it handy. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, hold on. Okay, sure. Let me, uh, let me close that. All right, good. Okay. And Hungarian Grand Prix is underway. Who is going to get off the start fastest? Max was into the middle of the trap, but Lando Norris on the inside alongside Bottas. He's taken the position. And the Red Bull yeah, Ricardo got a pretty good start. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so and today, Norris. And they've got 
Yeah, that would have been Ricardo would have been P2. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, right before Stroll barreled into everybody. Yeah, you're exactly right. right. Holy cow! Oh, wow. I think they're gonna show some more replays. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I think my bandwidth is now a little bit too. Long. I was gonna say I was getting kind of choppy on this end. The audio was okay, okay. but the video was kind of in and out. Yeah. Into the back of Norris. Norris. That might be on my computer. My computer's jumped. No, Zoom just sucks. But at least now we no, got a pretty, too. yeah, we got a pretty decent view on, on, um, on that turn. And yeah, here, wow, that's that's much, unfortunate for Daniel. Yeah, this is pretty much where all the cars are. Actually, yeah, this is a real. This is actually a very good screen capture right here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we've oh. got, uh, we got Stroll having just bombed across, t-boning Leclerc into Ricardo. Yeah. Norris is already off. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is the, it's Ocon down on the inside with Vettel immediately behind him. Yeah. And I and think then that's Yuki Alonzo up here on the outside. Yeah. And then there's signs. And I guess that would be, is that, uh, uh that'd be a uh, Raikkonen because Giovinazzi came into the, right. Came right. into the pits. And yep. then, yeah. And, and then, then there's Yuki. Is it? No, that's, that's, a, that's, 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 that's Gasly, isn't it? I can see a 10 on the front there. Oh my God. Yeah, no, yeah, this is yeah, this is Gasly here. This is Yuki up Oh, here. sorry, that, that's I have my um, that's that's where you are on my screen. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, I can't I can't see behind that. All right, so, so that's oh, okay. Yuki back there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Latifi right next to I think this is Latifi right here. I think oh, Russell was a little bit further back. See if I can minimize this. Okay, there we go. All right. Yeah. yeah now I got so yep. Latifi right there. Let me play it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think Perez took a massive hit to his cooling system, and uh, yeah, he was yeah. just very unlucky. Bottas, I Perez got buried. <laughs> yeah. This is the start for Bottas. Can you see this? Uh, here we go. Here we go, Valtteri. Pop. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's so bad. I'm just right off. Now that was is a difficult situation for Valtteri. Dive bomber stroll. You know what? Wow. That was, that was a worse hit to Leclerc. I thought it really broke yeah. up the side of that car. I can understand. I can understand the penalty to Stroll now. There was so much carbon fl fiber flying through the air. He must have known that there was an issue up there. Like just watching that video back. Yeah. Yeah. There's just carbon fiber everywhere. No, he was with, with Stroll. There was literally nowhere else he could have gone. That was his only, yeah. that was really his only shot at maybe avoiding something. But yeah. he, at, at that point, he had, you know, he had gotten in there too hot. He wasn't yeah. going to avoid anything. Still, still outbreaking himself. But um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm I hate to see this happen, but I'm mm -hmm. I'm glad that it at least we got a good race out of it anyway. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. It is it's it's funny how interesting Formula One can be when, for various reasons, Mercedes and Red Bull are not really involved. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. The, same thing happened at uh, Italy last year when Gasly. Yeah, you know, when Gasly race. won, yep. And then when Perez won the race, mm -hmm. um, that was a good one too. And always see, and that's that's why I think we've said it on the show before that the answer is to ban Red Bull and Mercedes, <laughs> yeah. or and, or do reverse grid. Um, uh, reverse grid would starts. be great. I mean, because yeah, this that, is pretty much what we got. Yeah, I mean, you could even do. I mean, I mean, you could do sprint races, do one regular grid, one reverse grid. But if you go reverse grid, you do need to give them a long race to pick, you know, to to pick their way through. Yeah, it wouldn't. On this track, you wouldn't want to do reverse grid. That wouldn't really be fair because, as we saw, even for Lewis, uh, who was much faster than everybody else on the track at the time, passing was still very difficult. It was. And uh, also, I guess, apparently, Lewis, they uh, 
they said he had no uh he had no drinks in his car at the end so that's why he was if you uh, saw him on the podium he was he was like i'm, I'm like dude is lewis okay he, he sounded winded um, yeah he was just, i listened to the the post-race interviews he sounded really which is unusual exhausted. for him because it's i mean it, it must have you know it, it must have been hot he had to have been exhausted from driving up through the pack because usually lewis when he hops out of the car just looks like you know like yeah. he just woke up you know he's <laughs> he's, he's he, well rested He also hasn't had to have fought this hard in a race for a really long time either that's true that's yeah. true um you uh, know oh, I, it, hey oh breaking news uh yep. fia scrutinizing document apart from the 1.0 liter fuel sample for car number five all car weights and the items checked were found to be in conformity with the 2021 fia formula one technical regulations oh that doesn't explain if they're so does, still going to penalize i was gonna say him, so but, does vettel keep p2 or ah uh, man i don't know uh let me let's see what we can find here see if we can give give our three listeners uh an up-to-date update i believe that is an accurate number update. from last week yeah. by the way <laughs> i knew that stuff was going to happen like while we're actively doing the show yeah gotta love that uh, i still don't any... agree with um reprimanding metal for wearing his rainbow t-shirt at the the, the pre-race ceremony no i, I don't either that, the, and... that doesn't go with their we race as one kind of attitude yeah and i guess that's because yeah, the, there's whatever is going on in Hungary right now because Vettel was really, he 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 went he went rainbow hard on like everything this weekend. Ah. It was awesome. He he did uh was it his in in the post race he had the rainbow mask on he had rainbow sneakers he had his rainbow helmet, um, you know so he was so I I I I don't know if it's a, a specific a, thing that's going on in Hungary I don't really know yeah so this is a political move then. Yeah, if it was, you know, if that was the U.S. Grand Prix where, you know, that's kind of the the prevailing sentiment, you know, or uh, more more of a prevailing sentiment. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. I, just, I I hope that they don't take the. Uh, I hope they don't take the P two away from them. We don't. We don't. We don't need that after that race. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they were only able to get three tenths of a liter. Oof. Well, I mean, like, like we, like I said, when we were texting back and forth, both he and Russell stopped on track during the the cool down lap. So if Vettel gets a penalty, you know, unless unless Williams is carrying that much more uh, reserve fuel in their car, which mm-hmm. I I can't imagine they would, um, then Russell would lose his points too, which would be a shame. Also, uh, the the article I'm looking at says the FIA was able to get one liter. Uh, from each of the Williams cars. Oh, okay. That's so uh, it has closed scrutineering with every car except for Vettel's, uh, Vettel's Aston Martin in conformity. So I don't think this is, would be a popular move if they stripped Vettel of that. No, and I don't know. I'm like, yeah, you couldn't get a liter of fuel out of it. How much fuel do you need to test it? Yes. Do you need and, a full, and, like a liter is, that, that's a bit. That's a lot. Yeah. And and if it's an I realize that's the thing, rule, but still, yeah. If it's an advantage thing, is seven tenths of a liter really yeah. worth that much? No, I mean, I rules are rules, I suppose. But again, yeah, nobody so. nobody tuned into the Hungarian Grand Prix this week to watch the stewards uh, take a second place finish away from somebody. No, no, and and there was there's plenty of penalties in this race anyway. It, 
it could also uh, they're saying too it, it could it's not necessarily going to be a driver penalty so it could be something that he keeps the p2 but they get fined for mm. so i mean that would that would probably be the thing to do but i don't know it who the hell cares honestly I, I do love that one question about the rainbow shirt he responded with and i quote i heard it's because i left a shirt on for the national anthem they can do what they want to me i don't care i'd do it again and Adam, <laughs> you know racing aside i have to applaud him for that um, yeah and i think if f1 really stood behind there we race as one yeah crap that they they'd like to spout about um they'd give him a slap on the wrist and and you know, let him go on his way. But uh, the the fuel thing, I don't like it either. But I guess you're right. Rules are rules. So, but I I still I don't know why. But he's grown on me this season for some reason. Vettel, I, yeah, it's Vettel is a he's he's been a very uh, endearing character. Yeah, this year. yeah. I think so. God, as I'm thinking about it, of the drivers who have changed teams, I guess Vettel and Signs would easily be your best I, I i think vettel is probably the best of those guys so far yeah uh, yeah from just from the last couple of races i think vettel's uh, far surpassed any other driver that's that's transferred over i know checo's got that win but he also had a little bit of help and vettel finished right behind him in that race as well so mm-hmm. um yeah checo's been kind of hot and cold this year so i can't really say yeah he's it, been the best he's i'm looking at him now he's fifth in points checo and Vettel is ninth. Signs is seventh. So I suppose, and Signs is seventh and level with his teammate, right? Because mm-hmm. um, Leclerc is sixth, and they they're each on eighty points. Checo think for for being in that for that Aston Martin being where it's at on the grid, though. I think yeah, I exactly think because you know uh, Checo is fifth, Max obviously is second, and yeah. they're separated by eighty two points. Yeah, and if so it wasn't way, for two bad mistakes in in incidents that were outside of Max's control right. for the last two races. Well, arguably mm. for the one previous to this one, but um, mm. Max would be a number one right now without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I think Vettel, uh, you know, Vettel is on 48 points and Stroll is 18. So Vettel is beating his teammate by 30 points, yeah. which is the only, you know, the, the, the only guy to switch teams to do that so far, right. To, to actively be beating their incumbent teammate. So, mm-hmm. You know, on on the strength of that, I would say Vettel has probably been because that that Aston Martin was hot garbage at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they they've, they finally seem to have gotten. Yeah, they've sorted it a little bit. That car seems better, yeah. um, but it was you know it's I mean it's probably still what, maybe the fifth sixth best car on the grid because what uh, yeah. McLaren is probably third, Ferrari's fourth, and I guess it'd be something between the Aston Martin and the Alpine for fifth and sixth. Yeah, and then Alpha Tauri seventh. Wow, that's unfortunate. I know. I, I mean, look, Yuki's a rookie, and Gasly's had a lot of bad luck this year. So I think yeah. that car is probably quicker than than it is on paper. But if you're just yeah, going by points, then it's, it's funny. Nice. It's got Vettel and Gasly uh, are each on forty eight points, and then further down the list, Stroll's on eighteen and Sonoda sixteen. Yeah. So they're kind of they're both grouped together like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. But uh, that's about right. I mean, Yuki's a rookie stroll. Like I've always said, I haven't rated him that high as a, as a racer. So I think he's stroll is he's interesting. And I I feel stroll is probably better than he usually gives than he usually gets credit for. Yeah. He's, he's fast. He seems to be a pretty good driver, but he just, 
he's really inconsistent. Like yeah, he, and his 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 good days are are okay, but his mm-hmm. bad days are like terrible. Yeah, and the mistakes are really really big. Yeah, and it it'll be something. He seems like a guy that it's he can very easily get thrown off his day. Yeah, and, and not not only that, like late into races when when he's given up on the car or the tires, he just won't even bother trying to defend at all. And we yeah, I've, he's not I've seen that a handful of times. Yeah, he's not a very good defender. No, um, especially late in a race. Yeah, whereas whereas Vettel this season has been very racy. He has, and, yeah. You know, uh, aside from the was it uh, was it the last race where he had that spin, and that was like it, it was like a Ferrari, you know, it was Vettel Ferrari esque spin. Yeah, Britain. And, but that was really the only moment he's had this season that, you know, it, uh, up to that point he looked very good, and obviously today he was excellent. Yeah. So you know, it, it's nice to see Seb out there looking looking racy, and I think at this point he's, you know, kind of like with the shirt. He's just, he's past the point of caring, yeah. you know, where he's just like, eh, you know what? I'm just going to go out and I'm going to send it. Yeah. And a- any other track, I think he would have gotten in front of Ocon today, but because of Hungary. Yeah, Hungaro rings tough. Yeah. I mean, obviously not Monaco and maybe not Singapore because they're, prob- they're they're almost the same right. characteristics wise, but mm-hmm. any normal track, um, he would have gotten ahead of Ocon today. Yeah, it was, uh, well, going, to, going back to Ocon, but only kind of peripherally, a heroic effort by Fernando Alonso yeah. of keeping Hamilton behind him. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. that was epic. I mean, he um, Hamilton finished maybe a second behind Vettel at the end. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Hamilton, if it weren't for Alonso pretty much playing the team game, which is really odd. <laughs> yeah. From, if it wasn't for Alonso, uh, Hamilton would have gotten past uh, both Vettel and Ocon, I think, because Alonso held him up for I, seven laps, eight yeah, laps, he, I think. Yeah, and and also and made Lewis, I mean, really made Lewis work for it. Yeah, even the the you know he had the he had the brake lock up at the end that finally let Hamilton by. If he didn't yeah. do that, I'm like, I don't he, think he would have gone. By. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was only for that one little bobble by Alonso, yeah. but that was only after having to, to defend against Lewis, who is fully alongside of him three times. Yeah. Um, Ferocious defense. Yeah, it was it was it was great to watch, uh, you know, and uh, Lewis was complaining yeah. about it on the radio, you know, <laughs> as he I, does. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I understand it from from Lewis's standpoint. It's fine. Yeah. But it's, you know, same thing as like Vettel. It's nice to see Alonzo out there doing Fernando Alonzo stuff. Yeah, you know it. It wasn't any fun last time we saw him watching him put around in the back with his with his GP two engine. Yeah, uh, in his McLaren. So that you know the the Alpine is in places it's competitive. Yeah, so it's, it's not. It it looked really good today, even yeah. compared to the other cars. Um, it, it had legitimate pace. I mean, even even without that wreck at the beginning, uh, you know, then Alonso and Ocon would have been. I think they. You know, I mean, insofar as you can pass people, if they get the pit strategy right, I could see they they would have had a good day regardless. Yeah, I think you know, so. I mean, it ended up being the the best day for Endstone since <laughs> since since probably whenever the last time Fernando Alonso uh, maybe his last championship. Jeez, yeah, you know, because yeah, it, so. it it hasn't exactly been you know uh, uh you know the the best of times in Endstone for the last X amount of years you know, becoming Lotus and then Renault and Lotus yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 uh, and finally over to Alpine. And but, then yeah, even back before when they were still Renault, 
um, the in the ING car. They did not end those years. Uh, no, they weren't exactly covered in glory. Yeah, no, no, no. with the uh, Nelson PK Jr. scandal and yes, all crash that jazz. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. Best. So um, not only did Alonso hold Hamilton up and and give Ocon time to you know create a, a larger gap, but he also mm-hmm. took the best out of Hamilton's right. fresh mediums for sure, uh, which. Uh, did a lot to to slow Lewis down too. So um, I think people kind of forget that that even if he did kind of hold him up for a little bit, if if he, if he was on fresh tires, he probably would have still caught up to Vettel and Ocon. But because his tires were pretty much dead by the time he got out in front of Alonso, he didn't yeah. really have a chance. No, and because Alonso was on the hard tire at that point, and uh, Lewis was on the medium, you know, the the longer that that battle went on, the more it favorite Alonzo, even yeah. though he was on older tires. Yeah. So, I mean, really made Lewis work for it. And, you know, I mean, good, good job by Lewis, you know, of pressuring him and, you know, eventually making the move happen after, you know, the bobble by Alonzo. But, you know, with, without that, we're probably looking at a, a boring old Lewis Hamilton victory. Right. Instead right. of a, an interesting, Oh, well, I'll be damned. Uh, Esteban Ocon victory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kudos to, to Lewis Hamilton too, even with all that crap oh, that he had to go through, he still finished one second behind. Oh, um, he's he, Lewis is unbelievable too. He's, yeah. he's, he's so good. I just, yeah. you know, it's just you like every time that you think somebody finally has the measure of Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes. And here we are yeah, today no. with you know, the, 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 <laughs> you know the two Mercedes starting on the front row. And it's like, oh, God, are we doing this again? <laughs> you yeah. know, we're, we're back after the break and Hamilton's probably gonna be a second faster than Max in qualifying. And I'm just gonna, yeah. my head will explode. Honestly, before I turned the, the race on and saw that it was raining, I thought, okay, maybe there might be one move, you know, mm-hmm. whoever, whoever's in P2 yep. after lap one might be able to get in front of the leader here. And that's probably all the action that we'll see today. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a really good race. Really, really good race. It was. And I guess uh, coming up to uh, Max almost came in for slicks before the start of the race, like Giovinazzi did. Yeah. Imagine. And, um, that would have ran been, away. I mean, so he would have been, I guess it would have depended on what happened, you know, because that wouldn't have changed anything with the actual start. Valtteri still would have taken everybody out. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, because his start wouldn't have been any different, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was kind of in that position because he was squeezed. Uh, he was kind of pinched by uh, Lando and one yeah. of the Red Bulls. I assume it must have been Max because um, the no, Red Max Bull was, ended up Max as well up ahead. That was a, that, that was a it was Checo. Okay, so Lando and Checo kind of squeezed him in. So um, I mean, if we're just going, you know, if if nothing else happened, nothing else different happens. Uh, Verstappen would have made a way <laughs> like yeah. uh, Jesus, I don't know, like maybe a 20, 15, 20 second gap by the time those other cars got out of the uh, of the pit lane. Yeah. It was really odd seeing Hamilton as the only car on the, on <laughs> that was, the, on the starting grid though, wasn't it? That was funny actually. I yeah. enjoyed that. Just yeah. Literally the only guy out there to take the race start. It was, uh, it, uh, I mean, I realized it was a, you know, it was a restart after a red flag, but it had a little bit of a, was it a indianapolis 2005 vibes yeah <laughs> you know with with, uh, with, uh, with only six cars starting the race yeah i was just listening to it at that point so when they were like hamilton's the only car on the grid i was like what i had to pull my phone out to look Excuse at it because i was like what and it, I, it looks so weird i was literally i was out uh i was out grocery shopping with my wife mm. and kids 
And that was when uh, was I had gotten the text from you. Um, yeah, I don't remember what, it, what the hell was it. Uh, it was it was. It was like I was out and you're like, wow, it was like a weird race start, like four cars off and turn one. I'm like, wait, what the hell am I, what am I, what am I missing? Why am I here? You know? yeah. <laughs> Why am I grocery shopping? I'm an idiot. <laughs> of course, you know, I, I sit down and I watch every, I try to watch the, at least the beginning of every race and nothing interesting happens. And then, you know, I, 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 I go to market basket, you know, to be around a million old people and whatnot. And, <laughs> you know, and then Valtteri Botas, you know, does a, a little bit of a Daniel Kvyat you know, yeah. torpedo into the back of Lando Norris and all hell yeah. breaks loose. I know it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I don't, I'm trying to yeah. think of anything else to talk about in the race now. Um, the yeah, Williams I mean, cars. Oh, yeah, George the, Russell. Yes. Did you see what happened to George Russell? Yeah. What uh, was his, uh... he, he was up in P3. Yeah. What, what was, I, I saw him, I saw him fall back. What was the actual. Yeah. He, he like, was told to give like a, an engine settings because, thing. No, no, it's because he was the Williams um, pit box is at the end of the pit lane. Yeah. And so when all the cars came in to change out, he kind of, you know, he was already over there because of where his pit box is. Mm -hmm. And I think he must have cut into the line in the fast lane in the pit lane mm -hmm. um, and cut out in front of the, all the other cars. And I guess the stewards told him to give those uh, positions back. Oh, okay. So back. he was giving the positions back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, gotcha. but yeah, everybody was kind of confused. Yeah, I saw I think, him come out first. I was like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, even David Croft was confused. They all thought he had like engine problems or something like that. And it was like, no, he kind of cut in front of everybody during the uh, little mess in the pit lane uh, during well, the start. So they made him give that back. But I'm still, I'm still happy that he finished in the points. Um, Kind of sucks that Latifi finished. Yeah, Latifi. Him. <laughs> he finally gets his first Williams points, but so does Nicholas Latifi. And by yeah. the way, he got more of them. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't like that he uh, came over the radio and said, "If you need me to pit early to kind of throw off the yeah, cars in front of him, yeah. yeah, to give Latifi a hand, um, I'll do it." He, he probably figured, "I have Hamilton and Verstappen behind me. I'm probably not going to finish in the points anyway." I, um, I think he also probably figured I'm in that Mercedes next season. So, right, right. You know, let me if, be a if, team player. Yeah, exactly. You know, as long as Williams gets some points, you know, yeah. that's like I said, that uh, I guess I saw somebody on Twitter and said, yep, that sounds like the confidence of a man who was he's driving <laughs> a Mercedes next year. <laughs> yeah. I, I also think it's because he, he has love for the Williams team and he wants yeah, to for see sure. them, them score points. So, um, I, I seriously do think uh, that was more of a, a genuine move than it was a flex on yeah, his future he, seats. He and a uh, he and Latifi seem to have a decent relationship. You yeah. know, they it, it's I mean it's a pretty clear one and two. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, like I said, we've we've talked about Latifi a bunch of times, and just he's fine. Yeah. You know, for for a pay driver, he he gets brings, he brings the car home. Yeah, and like I mean, a lot of times he goes out in Q three, and George gets through, but he's not usually far off George. No, no. In Q three, it's no. just and far then, enough that George gets through. Yeah, and then even in in some races, he's not that far behind George either. So no, and I like just I can't remember ever thinking about Nicholas Latifi doing something stupid and ruining ruining his race or somebody else's race. Maybe right. once early this season he crashed, but I don't know. Just for for a young guy. For the most part, he has. Uh, yeah, technically a pay driver. I don't know. He seems competent, you yeah. know, if maybe unspectacular. I mean, hopefully, hopefully he's still in the car next season and mm -hmm. Williams improves it because I think he could probably be competitive. Yeah, we've never seen him in a competitive car. 
that's the thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, today, I suppose the car was somewhat competitive and he went up there and he finished eighth, you know? Yeah. Defended pretty well. I don't think they made any, like many overtakes. I don't think they made any overtakes at all. Except for like maybe on a Haas or something like that. Well, I mean, Um, yeah. Um, But yeah, no, no major mistakes. And they, they brought the cars home, finished in the points and not just a point, multiple points. Six. Yeah, six points. Um, granted, six or seven cars were out of the race, but still, you know, uh, you can't say that about the remaining Alfa Romeos or the Haas. So they still drove pretty well, well enough to, to get in the points. Well, and they did. Um, you know, you, you forget that coming into this race, Williams was, if I'm not mistaken, 10th in the constructors because while Williams and Haas were both on zero points, Mick Schumacher had the best individual finish. Yeah. Of anybody, or except, unless maybe uh, Russell, maybe they finally went ahead because Russell had the 11th place finish after Alonso passed him last uh, last race. Yeah, maybe. So, but I'm then not sure uh, how they do that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. If there's zero points, it's whoever has the best individual finish. Okay. Uh, this so that's how they determine it. So, but with that, then they you know they're well ahead of Haas, and they also jumped Alfa Romeo in the constructors' championship. Yeah, and so now they're eighth, which is big for them. Yeah, I don't think Haas is going to be getting any points. Unless, no, Haas will be Haas will be last. Yeah, unless ten cars DNF, and even then, the Haas might not even finish the race. So that's um, always a possibility. Yeah, I don't think they come back. But yeah, I'm really happy for George Russell. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think he deserves these points. He's driven. He's he's driven much better than then that car deserves to be driven. Uh, yeah, he has certainly flattered the car yeah. uh, this season. And, I mean, Williams, I guess they kind of thought that this sort of thing would happen. That, you know, because they designed that peaky car Yeah, where it's, yeah, it's going to have races where it's undrivable, but it's going to have races where it's really, really good. And I don't think this enough, was one of the races where they expected to be driving well Yeah, either. Yeah, so. and, and, you know, it, it happened that the race put them in a spot you know, where they could succeed and it's a hard track to pass and all that stuff. But, you know, Williams made the most of the opportunity that they were given. That's really all that they could do. So, yeah. you know, good, uh, good drive by George, good drive by Latifi. I was, uh, it was, it was nice to see from those guys. I, you know, like, I just, you know, we always say, I, I like seeing McLaren succeed. I like seeing Williams succeed. I mm-hmm. like the, I like the old, you know, the, the, the old names, the, yeah, the old guard. Yeah. You know, I, I always enjoy that. So yeah, anytime you get to see McLaren and Williams up there, that's always yeah. nice. Plus, it's always just nice to see every car be involved fighting for points. You know, yeah, it just makes for a much better race. Oh, I was just gonna say, who, who next? Maybe the Alpha Tauris. Yeah, they had a weird race. It just it. You know, they uh, well, no, I'm sorry, where did they finish? Sixth and seventh. Yeah, they did. Gasly, yeah, yeah. Gasly drove unbelievably well because i think he kind of um he qualified p5 mm-hmm. but at the end of all that mess he was back in like mm-hmm. i think he was outside the points at 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 some point during the race and then mm-hmm. he claws his way back up and finishes in front of uh yuki who was at p6 mm-hmm. uh after that, uh, that six mess. and seven yeah yeah and so, then and uh and gasly also got the point for fastest lap yeah so, uh yeah, so so, it was a good race. Uh, yeah, so good, uh, good, uh, good race for Alpha Tauri. I was actually, I was, I was looking at the, I was for some reason I was still looking at the the, the constructors championship. So I just pulled up the, yeah. the race <laughs> results now. But um, yeah, Alpha Tauri's been. I thought that they were going to come out hotter this season. You know, I between 
Sonoda getting points on his debut and, uh, you know, Gasly, you know, after his success last season, translating to this year. So, but, you know, if they can get it going now and maybe they can get up into the, you know, into, uh, you know, probably won't get into the fight for third unless they just have a monster second half. Yeah. Um, but, you know, fifth place is there for them, you know. Yeah, so I don't know. So. It, it'd be interesting to see what happens with them. I like Gasly and I like Sonoda. Yeah. And, oh, uh, do you hear a uh, Sonoda on the radio? Uh, telling Gasly to hurry up. Well, yeah, because they had swapped them, so they they oh, yeah, they moved yeah. they moved Sonoda over, sent Gasly through, and Sonoda was swearing about it on the radio that you know that <laughs> yeah. that, that if they're he's, gonna he was like, why did we even swap if this is what he's doing? You know? Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Again, that's very on point for for Yuki's. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, dude it, loves to curse. You know, I can't. Yeah. It looked like Gasly had better pace all race anyway. I don't think Tsunoda would have done anything with that P6. He wasn't catching back up to Alonso, you no. know. Um, so I think they they made the right choice there. Mm. Um, and Tsunoda was on older tires. He he pitted like a handful of laps before Gasly did. So mm-hmm. um, Gasly had the pace and he had the fresher tires. So I think it was a smart move, you know. Um, Obviously, they were probably thinking about saving for the fastest lap at the end anyway, which is probably why right. Gasly didn't get a move on right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think if if Gasly hadn't, he's had a lot of bad luck this year. I mean, starting yeah, race he one, he, he gets he gets knocked out during race one, and then at Imola they put him out on the wets when everybody else yeah. is on the inters. Yep. Um, yeah, some bad luck and some bad team choices that kind of have affected his um, point standing. I think he would be higher than he is right now if things went a little bit better for him and mm-hmm. Yuki's Yuki's a rookie. I, I still think for a rookie, he's driving. Okay. You know, he's probably yep. not driving to the expectation that everybody had of him um, before the season, but I don't think he's driving terrible uh, as no, well. Definitely not. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised they are where they're at, but I think they could be higher than they are right now. Sonoda it's, it's interesting because he's kind of like, we thought after testing that he might be, I don't know, maybe something like a, a glass cannon where you thought that, yeah, he'd be a rookie and he'll be really fast, but maybe he'll bend the car a bit. Yeah. Then you thought, well, he's a rookie. He should probably try to be less fast and not bend the car. Yeah. But he's kind of right in the middle, you know? He is, yeah. Sometimes he's really fast and sometimes he bends the car. Yeah. But he's, he's a rookie. He's out there. He's scoring points. He's, you know, seventh place today. That's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, he's probably still, I mean, I, I would say he's, what do we only have three rookies this year? Just him and the two Haas guys. So yeah, he's, I, he, I mean, so. he's certainly the best of, of that group. Yeah. You know? Oh, I don't know if you want to count Alonzo. Apparently he counted as. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> noted, noted 40 year old rookie Fernando Alonso. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yuki's actually reminding me a lot of Max when Max came into the, yeah. uh, the, the series here. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously he's not quite as fast, but he's one of those guys that are kind of like, I don't want to listen to team orders kind of thing. And yeah crashes a lot he you know some instances where he's he's driving really really well and in other instances he kind of takes too many risks and crashes out of the car Mm -hmm. um i mean we'll obviously have to wait and see if he turns out to be another max uh in the future but um for now yeah i can kind of see some of some of uh, a young max verstappen in him um and who knows maybe in a year or two he calms down a little bit like max did um, learns how to kind of manage his race a little bit better. He might he might end up um, finding that pace that everybody thinks he has. It's probably better for a young driver 
to have the pace and have to learn patience because that's kind of something you get naturally as you get older anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I mean, you know, if I have a young driver, I would rather that that is the situation than be like, no, no, he's really level headed, but he needs to learn the kind of killer instinct stuff because just not everybody gets that even just through, you know, just, just over the course of their career, that doesn't happen for everybody. Case in so, point, Alex Halbin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a guy who he was, there for a while and you just you always wanted him just to you know, come on man just yeah bring the thing's neck just go out there and just get some pace out of it you know you can you can bring the car home that's great yeah you know but you have to be fast right and right. you know max when he came up was fast you know we all we all understood max was fast and we all hated his yeah. guts because he was a jerk yeah. <laughs> you know he was, he was crashing all the time he was, taking he was an, people asshole out. On, an asshole on the radio yeah, you know, whining about everything on <laughs> yeah. stuff. And I, I think I said at one point that, you know, if his last name wasn't Verstappen, he'd be parking cars in a hotel parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's kind of like Sunoda is right now, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, but for a young driver, it's fine. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, you, they have the raw pace. He does, Sonoda does, you know, yeah. Sonoda at some point will chill you know he'll mm-hmm. he'll he'll yeah. he'll mellow out a little bit and he'll understand that man like you can't be 10 out of 10 all the time dude yeah yeah you know and and that'll be good for him but yeah he, no he seems to be plenty fast he's you know uh, uh clearly a quick driver so yeah qualifying I mean, qualifying is not that great he's still trying to push a little bit too much harder than the car can really take like he's mm-hmm. he's not in a top f2 car anymore he's got to remember that you're, right. you're in like a back of the midfield yeah, middling f1 car yeah, like you, you can't, you're not going to match the times of the, the cars qualifying on pole and, and on P2 and P3 like that. Like, and I think that's what his issue is because he's, he's shown some pace in the races. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's had some fine qualifying runs too. But yeah, um, I mean, how many times has he crashed out in, in qualifying in practice? Two, just three, trying four or five times. Yeah, yeah, just trying to push the car. And, and then even in the races, just trying to push the car away, way harder than it, it can take. And, yeah, which as a rookie, just you don't need to do that. No, no. You know? And like you said, you know, he, he'll learn it in time. He's still young. Yeah. This is his first oh, He's a season. good driver. Yeah. He's only had one season in F3, one season in F2, and then it gets promoted to one of the the best. I mean, not he's not in the on the Red Bull A team, but he's still in a red, the Red Bull. Yeah, he's a Red Bull driver. Pipeline, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, he, he'll learn it. But I think solid day today for the both of them. Uh, I think Gasly performed a little bit better than than Yuki did, but Yuki did a pretty good job staying up there in P six, P seven for most of the race too. No, yeah, he was he was he was good. That was that was a it was a good weekend for him overall. You know, I mean, anytime uh, for a team like Alpha Tauri or Alpine or whatever, you get a double points finish. That's you can't really yeah. argue with that. Yeah, it's a good day. Um, up next, uh, I guess we kind of already spoke a little bit about the Williams. Um, so uh, I guess the Max Verstappen, is there really much oh, to say God. about him? Yeah. Um, it was just bad just, luck, just, first of all. Just unf- I was actually just thinking about that. So, has anybody had, and it feels odd to say this for a guy that's sitting second in points and has the most wins of anybody, has anybody had worse luck this year than Max Verstappen? No. I don't see this between Baku and yeah. this, and just it, it's just it's impressive that he is where he is because he's. You know, Silverstone figure he should have only he should have either won the race or given up what seven points to Hamilton, maybe. Yeah. And then Baku, he gives up 25 points. So he should, by all rights right now, probably be leading by a good 50, 60 points. points. Yeah. And instead he's down by 10. (laughs) And then even if you look back at races where he's 
come in P2. Like, mm-hmm. even if you look at like Bahrain, mm-hmm. barely, barely missed out on being the winner yeah. of that race. Yeah. Um, what other races? And, well, um, and, and then also Hamilton being extremely lucky with, you know, should have gotten no points and ends up coming back in a race that Max wins and finishes second. Yeah. You know, what, yeah. which, uh, God, which, uh, that whole race was not, it was a, uh... I don't even know. I can't, I, I, yeah, I can't remember. Was it, oh, uh, was that Imola where he crashes? He, he crashed out in the rain. Yeah. And he came he, back. Yeah. That was Imola. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. There we go. That's yeah. the one. And then if there was another one, oh, Spain, if Red Bull had just made that decision to pit him right after Hamilton did, yeah. I think he would have still won Spain. Yeah. I honestly do. He would have been fine instead of having Hamilton go past him. And at right. that point, there was really just nothing you could do. Right. So if not for a, a handful of bad, bad luck races, like today and last week, and then mm-hmm. some some poor decisions from his team, even like Bahrain, you can argue they they could have pitted him, but they didn't. And then Spain, right? Um, yeah, he'd probably be up um, 60, 70 points by now. Yeah. So I mean, it's he's more. in that situation where he should have a big lead, and instead yeah. he's down points. And yeah. to Max's credit, I think if it, if this was the Max of three years ago, you know, it would probably be an issue. Yeah. But even just hearing him after the race today, he was like, well, you know, we came back and scored a point, yeah. you know, well, I mean, and, he's, he's in the clearly faster car as well too. So that probably yeah. assuages the pain a little bit. I, I think it also, I've always thought it feels a little bit better when you can blame somebody else. And, yeah. you know, so for a race like that, yeah, you can be mad at Valtteri, but it's like, well, what can you do? You yeah. know, I, I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm pissed at Valtteri, but, the race is what it is. He had, they said afterwards, the car had less downforce than Haas. Yeah, jeez. You know, so like, what do you, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you expect him to do at that point? Yeah. Honestly, I think he accepted it as soon as it happened. Anyway, he he had the whole race to think about it. You know, it's not like it happened on the last lap of the race. It happened on lap one, so he he'd probably been thinking about it all race long, and you know, probably yeah. cooled down by had, the end of the race. Had, had yeah, he had a uh, he had what like sixty three laps to come to grips with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is which is unfortunate, but yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens at Spa because I mean, it certainly seems that Mercedes has gotten a little bit of a handle on their car because for a little while it looked like Red Bull was just going to run away and hide. I mean, the the Red Bull looked like a better car than the Mercedes, and Mercedes seems to have gotten at least some of that back. Yeah, so. I still think that probably from most tracks, Red Bull is probably better. And I think that Red Bull is more prepared to continue to bring upgrades for the rest of the season than Mercedes is. Yeah. Also, if, if you look at it, um, Red Bull has performed better than Mercedes uh, at a lot of the, the power unit heavy tracks yeah. Yeah. Uh, this year. And Spa is a power unit heavy track. So, right. Um, Red Bull probably looks looks like they'll probably do better, especially now that um, Bottas has got that five grid five place grid. Yeah, that'll team. be big for them. Yeah, so they'll have the two Red Bulls up there fighting Hamilton alone. Yeah, so even they'll... if Hamilton puts it on pole and Red Bull can put Max and Checo second and third. Yeah, then, they they you know, they have be... the yeah they 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 have better more strategy calls to make to put them mm-hmm. in a better position. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so. uh uh, yeah, I think Max, you know, probably just realized, look, this car is clearly faster than Mercedes. They're probably, Mercedes is, you know, inching a little bit back, um, a little bit closer back towards Red Bull. But there's, you know, for, for the most part, that Red Bull looks to be the quicker car still. Yeah. Um, and he's not that far behind 
Lewis. No, and it's a combination of Max has been very unlucky to be in yeah. the spot that he is, and Hamilton's been very lucky to be in the situation that he is. Yeah, and, and that can't last forever. No, and look, a lot of it is also what they say, you know, uh, was it luck is when uh, preparation meets opportunity or something like that? Yeah, yeah with, with Lewis, it's the more I think about it, like I have a difficult time calling anything that happens to Lewis Hamilton luck. Uh, some of it today, yeah, he was just a little bit further ahead and Max got taken out. Yeah, that's luck. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, then something bad happened and Lewis literally clawed his way all the way back through the pack. I yeah. can't I can't call this a lucky podium for him. No, he because, still had to fight for it. Yeah, because then, all right, yeah, then something extremely unlucky happened to him, and he used, you know, had to use his car and his skill to get all the way back through. Yeah. So, you know, with like I said, when it comes to Lewis, it's difficult. I'm sure there is, you know, there's been some luck on his side, but a lot of it is also just he's Lewis Hamilton and he's yeah. really good, and Mercedes is very good. Yeah, I mean, luck helps, but you know, yeah, it, it makes the job a little bit easier for him, and, and that's about it. But uh, yeah, Verstappen's had a bunch of bad luck. Uh, unfortunately, but for having a, a a shit car that was damaged pretty much from the start of the race, he still he still put in a good well. effort. Yeah, yeah, still still made a few um, close overtakes and and mm-hmm. defended uh, some some a uh, few times too. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he still drove pretty well for the car that he had. Yeah, I was because I mean he's, he's he's still Max Verstappen. So you know what are you gonna yeah. do? Apparently, after the race, uh, Toto Wolf went to Christian Horner to apologize for you know valtry basically ruining both red bulls races yeah. and uh horner did not did not accept his apology oh jeez <laughs> i'm like come on christian what are we doing i dude? know what are you doing man it's just like i i i did, understand did him being him upset to... but come on <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i guess again that's very in character for christian horner, for horner yeah, yeah. I, I suppose I, I like, you know, given that in like in, in all of our other sports, you know, basketball, baseball, football, it's everybody's friends. Yeah. And I appreciate that in Formula One, like the drivers kind of are, but at least the team principals are very much not. <laughs> you well, know? yeah. I mean, that's because uh, the drivers, I guess they kind of have to interact with each other. They're always with each other. And they have to have some level of respect for, you know, if you're yeah wheel to wheel with a guy at 160 miles an hour, you, you know, you have to put some trust in them and. You know, right, you have right. to make it so they can kind of trust you so that you can do things like, you know, like what Hamilton and Alonso did today, you know, going wheel yeah. to wheel, hard racing. And, you know, you know what both guys there are going to do. Yeah. And pushing, pushing to the limit, but still giving each other space. Right. Yeah. You know, um, oh, that reminds me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Just another another thing I want to talk about since since we have talked a little bit about Alex Albon today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex Albon's. uh contribution to red bulls uh appeal of hamilton's penalty from last oh, week oh yeah you told me about this. Yeah, yeah so um so it, it was it's unfortunate like they they uh you know they weren't able to use it because it's not new evidence but during a during a test day or uh might have even been a a, a photo day or something like that and people at uh, at the track at Silverstone were like, wow, Red Bulls, you know, they're having Albon run really hard laps. What's going on here? And it was because they were having Albon from GPS traces try to recreate Hamilton's line into the turn when you took out Max. So <laughs> I'm like, all right. And basically they said, yeah, he braked, I think it was like 23 meters later. And there was just like, yeah, there was just no chance he was going to be able to make the turn. And 
the FIA just kind of looked at it and said, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's not also, it's, it's funny with Albon, how, um, it, you know, the, the different ways in which he is actually still been it for a driver that is no longer driving for the formula one team. You probably hear more about Alex Albon, at least on this show than, yeah. <laughs> than like any ex driver, just, I don't know. It just, it seems like you probably very frequently hear about Albon, you know, when it's like, oh yeah, he was doing simulator work and the team said that was a big help or, you know, he did this trying to replicate Lewis Hamilton's lap. And I'm like, all right, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just because he's a probably, bizarre thing to do. He's probably the only ex F1 driver that still has a slim shot at making it back just because he had so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's really the he's only. Still, he's still young. And he yeah. really only has like one, one full season because mm-hmm. the COVID season's kind of, that that was kind of weird. Yeah, that um, was. yeah. So uh, he's only had one full season, and then that one full season wasn't even like a full Red Bull season. And then last year he was in the Red Bull, but it was kind of an off year kind of for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably the only driver that still has somewhat of a slim shot at getting back into a seat. You know, you, you're probably never gonna see Robert Kubica back. You know, no. he's a he's a test driver for Alfa Romeo. Kvyat is with Alpine right now. I don't he's think you see Kvyat yeah, back. He's probably car. never going to be back. Hulkenberg would probably be the only other. Yeah, maybe Hulkenberg and and I don't know, maybe Van Dorn. Van Dorn's the um, Mercedes one, right? Yeah, and he yeah he's in Formula E. Yeah, he's probably the only one that might be able to like on a, an emergency basis. But Albon's probably the only one that might have a shot at coming back to like a full time seat. Yeah, I could see Albin, and before this season, I would have also said Hulkenberg. Yeah, because oh, it, I, yeah, it's, I still think Hulkenberg has a chance. Yeah, because it, it was between Hulkenberg and Checo for the RBR seat. Yeah, it would be interesting. I wonder where they would be if Hulkenberg was in that car. I mean, he didn't have any time in the racing point last year, and the two races that they had good. him come back for, yeah, he he picked it up quick. And yeah. one 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 time he had like one day's notice. And yeah. he still came back and, and performed mm-hmm. really well. Um, so I can see Hulkenberg making a comeback. He is a bit older now. Yeah. So I don't know if he, like, I don't think anybody would be looking at him for a long-term uh, solution, but right. you know, you know, if, if Vettel decided at the end of this year that he was done, I can see, I can see Aston Martin. Yeah. You know, looking at Hulkenberg that's, to come back. That's almost like the only, cause he is their reserve driver right now. And yeah. so that's really the only spot because that, that's kind of the thing with, you know, like last season, there was a lot of Formula One silly season stuff going on. You know, yeah. a lot of rookie, you know, the three rookie drivers, guys moving around and all that stuff. And this season, there really won't be. It's the the second Mercedes seat and maybe something at Haas and maybe Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. I think besides that, everybody else is pretty much settled. So you're looking at the, the, the second Mercedes seat, uh, the second Williams seat, well, might be the first Williams seat, depending on who goes there, yeah. and uh, maybe a seat at Alfa Romeo for yeah. things that people care about. Right, right. So you know everything else. You know uh, Alpine is settled, and Aston Martin, I assume, is settled. I yeah. think Stroll probably has this season and next season. Uh, as long you know, as his dad's still owning the team, I think. He's I don't know. There. I I just you don't I, think so? No, I mean, like, what if he's like, what? If, so right now he's somewhat competitive, right? Yeah. So, but what if he just wasn't? What if he was just, you know, like bad at some point? 
Lawrence Stroll would have to sack him. So yeah, I I don't I mean as just, difficult as that is, but still. Just, yeah, just from the way that Lawrence talks about Lance Stroll and how much he's ha- helped him get up to this point right now, mm-hmm. I and the fact that he's his son, I I think as long as he's still a majority stakeholder in that team, I I find it really difficult to, if to believe that he would cut his own son. I think he as long as he is competent. Yeah. I, I think I think if next year you see Vettel up in like second place in the driver's standing yeah. and Stroll is down in like 15th, yeah, I might see. Yeah, that, that might be an issue. But yeah. yeah if they're that... close, if they're like four or five spots away from each other, I, I think Stroll would stick to his kid. That'd be interesting to watch because that's just an awkward situation. You know, yeah. it's like what do you what do you do after you've been fired from your own father's Formula One team? Like, what's what's what is your next move from there? I have no idea. Yeah, maybe he buys another F one team and yeah, buy a second Formula yeah. One team. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the 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 Aston Martin sister team. Yeah, uh, I I don't even know what they'd call it Aston Martin. Do they own any other brands? No, probably. I don't think not. so. I think they're a standalone team. No, I, I don't know. The brand back Spiker. Who knows? Yeah, I I mean, I personally, right now, I don't think Lance Stroll is that great of a driver. I think Alex Albon's definitely got him beat. If, yeah. if you put him in the same car, I think Alex um, drives circles around him, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if his dad didn't own that team, he probably wouldn't have a seat right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that's that's not how F1 works. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, you know, if, yeah. if you and, got the money, you can get in there. You yeah, know? so I don't think that seat will be open anytime soon. And I think, I think Chaco's, mm-hmm. unless he does anything royally stupid in the second half of this season, I think he's got that second seat um, at Red Bull. Uh, taken as well so there's probably only two big drivers that, yeah. that might be out of a seat uh this year but even if Bottas gets kicked out of Mercedes and Raikkonen retires I think he's got that Alfa Romeo seat anyway so we're really only talking about one seat open right now which is that that Williams seat. yeah the Williams seat yeah. yeah I mean I suppose Valtteri could go to Williams and then we could see somebody go to Alfa but yeah I don't know I don't know what I don't know what Valtteri's I don't know if he's technically a Mercedes driver, you know, in terms of, you know, could they place him at Williams? I mean, if you're Williams, I think you wouldn't mind having him because at least you you know what you're getting with Valtteri. Right, right. And and even even for Valtteri, you you don't know how how well Williams will develop for next year, you know. They could mm-hmm. they could find themselves up in like fifth place, fourth place, you know. Yeah. That that would be a a decent place to be. I thought that would be actually be kind of hilarious if the Williams ends up, it, George Russell moves to Mercedes and then Williams ends up being the better car next season. Yeah. That'd be kind <laughs> yeah. of hilarious, actually. Yeah. I mean, obviously Williams doesn't have quite as much financial backing as Mercedes no, but, does, but with the cost cap going, you know. Um, imagine after next season, ladies and gentlemen, your 2022 F1 champion, Nicholas Latifi. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, uh, Mercedes, bless you. Bless you. One more. No, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Excuse Mercedes me. have had so many of their guys poached by other teams that I don't, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. it's out of the realm of possibility that Mercedes doesn't stay at number one for next year. So no, it, it's I mean it's a very different car, so it's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, I, I'm fairly confident in Red Bull in that they're you know, they employ Adrian Newey. Yeah, you know? and the, and then they stole Mercedes' lead engineer for the engine. I think I think yeah. he was the lead engine guy. So yeah, although I think a lot of that. So yeah, because well, we had talked about it in that the Honda is still technically going to build the motors next season. Yeah, so the engines will still be made in Sakura, and 
you know, so, and I believe that there's going to be some Honda people coming over to Red Bull powertrains as well. Right. So I think Red Bull, yeah, for 2023, when they're fully handling it on their own, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. It's still Um, nice to have a guy from Mercedes. For one, you have one of the best minds in the engine department. And and number two, now you've got somebody that has a little bit of knowledge on the Mercedes power unit. Right. You know, Um, he's, they're probably not letting him know about next year's engine. What's up? Breaking news? Uh, yeah, Sebastian Vettel disqualified from the Hungarian Grand Prix. Oh my goodness. That's just unfortunate. That is not going to go down well. Ugh. That's terrible. They just disqualified him entirely. Yeah, disqualified him. That was literally the first thing I saw when I opened Twitter. Oh man. Autosport. Let's see. Full story. So that's the second place finish for Hamilton. Yeah. So uh, what does that mean? That if oh, that gets, gets Carlos a- Sainz on the podium. Yeah, but Sainz got called to the stewards. Uh, yeah, but his wasn't for, uh, his, I don't think was as big of a deal. I thought um, it was for pre cause they, they spoke to him on the radio during the, um, yeah, the warm-up I, think, lap. I, I think he got a reprimand for it. I don't think he got a penalty. Really? For they it. gave yeah. Magnuson, they gave Magnuson a 10 second penalty last year for that. Uh, hold on. Let me take a look here since we're doing this. Yeah. They haven't updated it on the, um, F1 website yet. So it's still showing the finishing order of the race. Let's see. Uh, Autosport was the one that uh, that I got that from. Oof, Red Bull thinks that they might have lost another engine. Oh, that was another thing that happened before this race was uh, that uh, they had to change Max's engine. Oh, really? Yeah, from the uh, from the crash last week, they found uh, cracking in the in the casing where the uh, where the engine actually uh, bolts to the uh, to the chassis. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so uh, nothing else on the website. On, yeah, on Autosport on uh, on Twitter. 35, 35. Yeah, there we go. Formula One just tweeted it 32 minutes ago, apparently. Uh, Vettel has been disqualified from the Hungarian Grand Prix, Grand Prix losing his second place finish because they were unable to take the required amount of fuel for sampling following the race. Oh, geez. That sucks. <laughs> as if the as if the FIA wasn't getting hate enough for their decision last week. Yeah, that's uh, you know, hey, more uh, more points for Williams. Yeah, I guess so. So that's so that's what a uh, uh, a seventh and eighth place finish for them now. And then uh, yeah, that's um, I want a point for Kimi Raikkonen. There Weird. you go. You know, a ninth place finish for Max. But unfortunately, a second place finish for Lewis. Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate. Ouch. God, what a what a what a day! Good lord, that's all just. Yeah, Vettel's disqualified. Yeah, and they say uh, Hamilton promoted P two and signs to P three. So I guess whatever they um, whatever they did with signs, I guess there wasn't any actual reprimand. Uh, you know, there wasn't any actual penalty. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but yeah. So, the, yeah. So, Williams is 10 points now for this race. Good for them. Good, yeah, for, good them. for them. I was just thinking if they gave that that penalty to signs, Alpine would have had a 1 3 on the podium. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Alonso I would like to have seen that. I'd, I'd like to see Alonso back on the podium. Yeah. You know, I like Alonso. I don't know why. He's, I, I just picture him at this point just being like a grumpy old man. Although, I do say after the, after the race, he waited around to see Ocon. After uh, after Ocon was celebrating with the team, so it was nice to yeah. see. I, I guess they uh, they probably get along pretty well. Uh, it, it seems like it. It seems like it. <laughs> Ocon said something a little bit weird after the race that I think it might have just been translated wrong. But he mm-hmm. said, 
when they asked about him and Alonzo, and he's like, yeah, I heard a lot about Alonzo uh, before he came to the team, but uh, I'd like to say that none of it was true and that he's a, actually a really good guy. And I was like, oh, you just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, so, so what were people saying about him? <laughs> they must have been talking shit about him before that, if that's what he said. But I think it might have just been a little lost in translation kind of thing. Yeah, he... Um... Yeah, because they they had asked him something in in English about yeah. that, and that's what he that's basically what he had said was you know yeah yeah he's 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 good yeah so, all right, Contra- well, contrary fine. to what people said about him he actually is a really good teammate and I was like ooh okay that's it. <laughs> give it give it the old yeah Bernie I don't care what anybody says about you I think you're all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right um this is actually a long show for us right now so let's go uh, what are we at got an hour and hour and three quarters almost two hours okay. um. Let's go uh go uh who's your who's your who's your top three winners from uh from this race Ooh, well that's changed a bit now that we just got that yeah yeah news. yeah it's a good thing we're recording this when we are you know you know it's screw that i'm still gonna give vettel one of my winners because i i still Great race he, for yeah he drove a hell of a race today mm-hmm. um obviously I will give one to Vettel. I will give one to Hamilton. And because I can't pick which one I want, I'm going to give it to Alpine because I think both Ocon and Alonso drove uh, amazingly well today. That's fair. Um, but obviously although, Ocon won, so he, he'd be high yeah. on the list. But I think Alpine as a team um, yep. won today. I'll go, uh, I'll go Ocon uh, for my number one. I got to go Hamilton. Uh, number two, because that fight back through the field, I think, yeah. was really, yeah. like I said, it, we there's not enough superlatives left at this point for Lewis Hamilton. No, that um, was just. And uh, I'll go Williams, because just. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, it's just, I mean, especially now, you know, 10 points for the two of them, a seventh yeah. and eighth place finish for Latifi and Russell. Okay, I will have um, to change. I will go with Williams instead of Vettel. Vettel yeah, will be my honorable mention. Just Yeah, I, I, I feel terrible for Vettel. Um, but Williams is just, you know, seeing them, you know, like just trying to get that one point for 10th place all season. And then right before the break, they come in double points, finish 10 points. Those guys have to be feeling great. Yeah. They Uh, they deserve it. They've worked so hard the last year. I I don't know that maybe Esteban Ocon and Alpine, but I can't imagine anybody is going into this break feeling much better than Williams. Right. 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 You know, Uh, so, um, a lot of these, lot, lot of losers in this race. <laughs> who's, who's, uh, who, uh, who you got for losers? Oh man, uh, geez, my number one loser will probably have to be Valtteri Bottas because not yeah. only did he screw up this race, he screwed up next race with his five sprint <laughs> <Yeah>. penalty. <laughs> um, yeah, so he screwed up two races in one corner, mm-hmm. not even a race, not a lap. One yeah. corner, one breaking zone. Yeah, that's one, it. One breaking didn't even zone. make it to the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say he didn't even make it to the corner. <laughs> You're right. Um, literally one step on the accelerating uh, accelerated pedal and one step on the brake pedal. That's so it. yeah, um, Bottas is my number one loser. Uh, number two loser is probably Red Bull overall yeah. as a team. Um, and number three, I I don't want to give it to any of the other DNF guys because they didn't really deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably have to go with Stroll. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, yeah. I'll go. Well, I mean, obviously, I have to have Valtteri. Yeah. Um, yeah. because everything in that race changed. You know, changed from Valtteri missing his breaking point. Yeah. You know, if if Valtteri hits his breaking point, I don't know what 
we're sitting here talking about with this race. Right. Um, it would have been over in like 10 minutes. All right. But he didn't. And they, you know, bunked a lot of other people's races. Yeah. Uh, good, for, I'm, good for us though. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I'm specifically going to say max uh, okay. for, for that. Just because like, you know, the, the guy with the most to lose, you know, not his fault, jumped from third to second on the start. Good start. You know, I mean, he actually had the best start of anybody. Oh yeah. And all he that he rocketed. did was put himself in a position to be really nice and squarely caught by Norris's car coming at him. Um, and I, I'm not his fault, but just in terms of being a loser for the race, I'm actually going to go Lando Norris because we had talked about Lando had just became the McLaren driver with the most consecutive points finishes with an asterisk. And then it ended. Yeah. You know, yeah. asterisk, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, but I mean, we are still talking about, you know, a team that, you know, Lewis Hamilton drove for Fernando Alonso drove for Nikki Lauda drove for, yeah, you know, Francena, yeah. you know, uh, Nigel Mansell very briefly, yeah. you know, uh, Mika Hakkinen, David Coulthard, all those guys. And, and, you know, and and Lando is the guy with the most consecutive points finishes. Obviously, it's easier to score points now than it was then. Yeah. Um, but right that's after the, that happened. asterisk, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, ultimately, Lando had a big enough gap in the points that it doesn't you know because the the guy that he was leading was Valtteri and Valtteri's race ended too so yeah. it didn't really hurt him but it did it, you know if Valtteri would have just crashed on his own it would have been a good opportunity for Lando to, you know to maybe pick up another podium uh instead you know he's out of the race after lap three so yeah. you know because he did because that's the other thing he he continued briefly but then they you know then they had to retire the car afterwards so yeah you know it was just that's that's a, a difficult race oh uh, you know um I give a uh, I know that we're on to losers already, but I just want to give an honorable mention for the winners to Mick. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, good, good, yes. good, uh, good, good race for Mick Schumacher, obviously Fernando Alonso, too. We talked about, but you know, for a, a season for Haas that's really not had a lot of high points, I think this yeah. was probably you know, even though it was a 13th place finish, uh, that's Mick's performance today is probably the high point of the year so far for Haas. So, yeah, honorable mention to Mick, good, uh, really, uh. Really good race for him. I mean, he finished in front of Giovinazzi, and I don't think Giovinazzi picked up any damage. So on merit, he was no. still faster than um, Italian yep. Jesus. There you go. And yeah. everybody loves Italian Jesus. Yeah. Um, yes, I think that pretty much covers this race. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, we didn't really talk about Ricardo much about this race. I kind of forgot he was even in the race. Yeah. I you think know, he kind of got screwed with the contact at the beginning of the race. Otherwise, I think he, he probably would have been in a pretty good position. Like we said, he would have been second yeah. or third in that race. Yeah, if Stroll hadn't dive-bombed uh, Leclerc. Then, yeah. And, and uh, Leclerc, too. Yeah. You know, those are both two guys that yeah. the, the, the initial they, they crash put won. them in a really good spot. Yeah, yeah, they could have won if if uh, Hamilton decided still, if, still decided yeah. not to pit um, at the start of the, yeah, if, the race again. Yeah, they would have, instead of uh, Ocon and Vettel, we would have been talking about uh, Leclerc and Ricardo. Yeah. uh, If everything else went exactly the same. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah, that was really unfortunate. I think, uh, but yeah, I think we've covered pretty much everybody. Um, Do you have, aside from the thing that we are working on, do you have anything else that you're working on this week? Uh, No, uh, not really. I've been trying to focus on that thing. Do you want to talk about it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, <laughs> you, you have better understanding of it than I do because it was your idea. It was your brainchild. So yeah, um, we're going to work on a little, a little project on YouTube coming up. We haven't picked the title for it yet, but it, it's pretty much, um, I, I have done a couple of videos in the past similar to this called Make America Great Again uh, in F1, where uh, I go, I, I, I do races in the F1 2021 games, and then I, I act like a complete um, American idiot uh, in the commentary. But because I'm not very good at doing the commentary thing with uh, much enthusiasm, I've uh, I've recruited my buddy here. Uh, Kurt the Bastard to help me along. So we're going to be doing some commentary on uh, some F1 2021 races. And and uh, we're just going to let you know now that we aren't as stupid as we will probably sound. It's just it's just for yeah. entertainment. Yeah, we're, we're pretending that we're playing dumb characters. Yeah, so... not that we know much about racing anyway, but. No, it's it's yeah. I mean, we're 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 playing down, but let's, you know, we're not playing down that far. So <laughs> you know, we're 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 not that far off of our normal selves. But yeah. um, I don't know. Like I, the the last time I did any sort of acting was when I was in college. So I was like, all I right, fine. I have no experience. So I was so I I was at uh, New England Tech for automotive, and for an elective, I took a drama class, and I thought okay. going into the class that it was about, you know, like appreciating theater oh, like and drama, drama and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but it was an acting class oh, <laughs> it was okay. going in and you had to go to a play and then you had to, at the end of the year, like they paired you up with somebody and you had to do like a, a, a dialogue, you know, and actually go yeah, and yeah. act. But the problem was that my, uh, my partner dropped out of the class like halfway through. Oof. So I ended up having to find a monologue to do. And I did a I did a monologue by myself, and I also actually uh, there was another guy whose partner wasn't showing up, so I was filling in for him. So for a while, I thought I was going to be doing a dialogue with this guy and a monologue by myself, and I ended up only doing the monologue by myself. And then, fun fact about that: about four years later, I was working at the Toy Vault, Work Rhode Island. Shout out Toy Vault, <laughs> and a guy came in, and he was buying something from me. And you know, so I'm just behind the register, and he goes, "He's looking at me. He's like, did you go to New England Tech?" I go, I did. It's like, you ever do a drama class? He said, I did. It's like, you did a monologue. <laughs> I'm like, I did. <laughs> and and uh, he goes, yeah. He's like, I was one of the judges there with the teacher. He's like, you were really good. I was like, that oh. That's good. I would like, pay oh. to see that, man. I, I wish I, somebody had a video of your monologue. I do I too, because it. it was actually excellent. Like, I, I'm even, even I was like, no, man, I, I did a good job on that. I killed that. So I, I, I had a surprisingly good time with it. So, um, yeah, so yeah, so, so we're working on, um, you know, we're going to record the race. We'll watch it. We're going to mostly, I think we're going to add Libet. And uh, yeah. right now it's mostly uh, technical limitations that we're trying yeah. to work around how we're going to, you know, it, how we're going to see it. And uh, the first episode would probably be out now if I figure out how to work the audio mix on my stupid computer but yeah um, and and probably kind of even even more than this podcast it's gonna be one of those things that first episode won't surprise me if it's a little bit rough um <laughs> you know and then as as we get going i'm sure we'll figure out a a, a good way to do it yeah you, you'll um, probably still find comedy in it and, and how stupid we sound and, and how bad i edit it but um yeah even even if you know the maybe on the things we're not actively trying to be funny on those will be <laughs> yeah. the things that are yeah it'll be yeah. really oh yeah you know, if we can even just get so bad that it's good 
you know that's and, always good too yeah yeah that, that's 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 fine like you know we're, we're not trying to we're not trying to impress anybody here oh hey I, I checked out that show that you were telling me about last time oh i think you should leave with tim robinson yeah yeah i yes. saw the one where the guy oh, i forgot what it, okay i forget what it is now but he's trying to get his daughter to not eat ice cream and then um steven Oh, 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 with Bob Odenkirk. Oh, Bob Odenkirk, yeah. Yes. I always get him and Steve Soderbergh messed up their names. Oh, weird. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yes. It's just the names, yeah. Yes. Um, and he's like, yeah, trust me, your dad and I are really good friends. Yeah. It's not like that. And he's got yeah. triples of the Nova now. <laughs> <laughs> it was really stupid. I liked it. I liked it. It's- and then I saw the... um. The, the one with the uh the bodies dropping through the casket yes coffin flop <laughs> that's that's my shit right there man. there's no explanation just body yeah. after body busting out of shit wooden hitting pavement yeah it was good i like that i, I haven't finished the the season yet but I'll, I'll have to get back to that oh see, see so you're you're watching the second season there's a first the, the the there's also a first season yeah oh Luckily, yeah there's I, no like you don't it's all standalone there's no yeah. like well in the I just watched season, random episodes. Yeah, and you can definitely do that with that show. Yeah. In the second season, there are some callbacks. Okay. So, like, um, there's one. If you watched the first episode with Coffin Flop, then you saw the one about uh, the uh, not skipping lunch. Oh no! I just meant I, I watched like random sketches. Oh, okay, I didn't okay, watch, all right, like, no, that's episodes. fine. Okay, all right, I got you, I got you. Then that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Coffin Flop is probably my favorite. There's also, did I send you the one with the? Uh, uh, the courtroom. Mm, you might have, and I, and I probably didn't. If I did, if, if I did, I, I will send it to you later. Cause that's yeah. might be the funniest one of the season. Okay. I'll so, but yeah, no, it, like I said, at some point, this show will transition from being a formula one show to an, I think you should leave show. Yeah. So it, it and, is and, going to happen. I'm willing it to happen. And, and that's, kind, that's the kind of stupidity that we're probably going to be aiming for. Um, like yeah, just if, outright not smart, just stupid, stupid, stupidity, and just, and just yelling. Just it, yeah. it's. I'm sorry. That show is just about somebody who is totally wrong, confidently telling you that they're right, and yeah, that's that's, that's really that's going to be the aesthetic that we're going for <laughs> on uh, on on this YouTube series. Yeah. Is I, I hope it's good. We're very wrong, but we'll say it with such confidence that you'd be like, God, maybe they're right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's that's pretty much it. Um, At the very least, we'll enjoy making it. I don't know if anybody will. We'll enjoy watching it. Well, that's but, kind of the um, same thing, like with this podcast. It was, you know, this is basically just the conversation we would be having about the race, but almost recording on the off chance that somebody yeah. wants to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So in this case, I think I'll probably actually post this tomorrow morning because a late Let's Sunday see. release did not work well for us. Yeah, so, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, we'll are, see. are you working on anything else uh, outside of this stuff? I wrote two paragraphs of an introduction for my next podcast for the Race Car Podcast. Okay. Um, but I haven't really done anything with it. I also I just had my last week of work at my current job. Yeah, you were telling so, me about that. Yeah. So fr- uh, Friday. Did you end up showing up on Friday? I did. Oh. Man. Uh, and they made me regret it. In that, uh, of course. Every day that week, I was done working by noon, and then somehow on Friday, I worked until five. Oh, so I, I had on a yeah, Friday too. Oh yeah, it was it was like four hours i had one day we were done at 10 30 in the morning i worked four and a half hours you know i hung around for a little bit because i was training a new guy but um yeah. but yeah at least like, you got paid for it oh yeah no for sure so it was like yeah. four hour day five hour day five hour day 11 hour day which i thought was pretty rude um <laughs> so i'm they? on so i'm on vacation this upcoming week so hopefully we'll get some of the work done on the uh uh whatever we end up calling the the the, the commentary series there 
And, yeah, hopefully uh, it'll be done edited. Uh, I'll get you like a, a first draft of the actual video tomorrow night or hopefully by Tuesday and then we can okay. right, that's start fine. working on it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll, I, like I said, Tuesday's the only day this week I have anything I have to do. But Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I'll just wait until after that then. Guys, this is a very important part of the podcast when we just <laughs> we just... We just talk. I mean, I, you guys probably just tuned out like five minutes ago. And that's <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable with that. This is probably a good enough place to end the show proper. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening, guys. We will be, we'll, we'll check in because we have a month off before. Spawn. Yeah, we won't be talking and about races, but. No, it, like I said, it, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, at some point, it, we'll, we'll do a, uh, when you finally do watch all of I Think You Should Leave. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do an episode about that. I'll be fun. And, and when uh, and when they announced George Russell as the second Mercedes yeah, driver over the summer break. Yeah, and then back. one of these uh, one of these races I do want to do like a live watch along. So I don't know if we'll have time to put that together for Spa, but maybe we'll do that. So well, which is basically just us doing a live podcast while the race is on. Yeah, so. we'll we'll check the schedule once we sign off, and then we'll try to figure out what would be a good race. Yeah, we'll figure out what's going on. But anyways, guys, yeah. uh thanks for listening. You can follow uh Bernie on YouTube, Boonjamin Bok Choi. If uh by some odd coincidence you haven't listened to my podcast my podcast yet, it's the race car podcast. There are I think still eight episodes on there. So you can check those out. Eventually I will do episodes nine and ten. I make no promises about when. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I think I have to go and help my wife give my kids dinner. So this is there probably a go. good place for us to lead off guys. So, uh, thanks for listening if you are, and, uh, we'll talk to you guys sometime before a month from now when we go to spa. Yeah. We'll see you in a few weeks, hopefully. All right, guys. Talk to you later.